you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can. Yes, I can. No, you can. Yes, I can. No, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Ooh, welcome back to Fake. No, I'm not going to do that. Welcome back to Fake. Was that Peter Falk's Halloween special edition? Now, hold on. One more thing. Are you ready to be scared here? <laughs> it was. Jesus Christ. As you wish. Um, Man, oh, hey, well, we, we did so many different intros right there. <laughs> it is a problem. <laughs> welcome welcome back to Faking Movies. Um, if we did our math right, uh, it's Spooky-tober or Spooky-ween or what? I don't uh, know. Spooky-vember, I believe, spooky is Vember. the uh, term I want to use. Yep. Okay. Yep. That sounds good. We're yeah. on that creep, that Halloween creep, as my partner puts it. Mm. Um recording in september so we're really creeping up on this well you, um, you mentioned you guys renewed your shutter subscription so you've been deep in the life now for like a week or yeah two. Dude. oh real deep yeah. real deep um i do want to mention uh as of day of recording it is the spookiest day of the year never forget 9-11 uh, oh god <laughs> oh like that one that one un um un un unfilmed fraser episode Niles, the worst thing just happened. (laughs) Maybe I'll hear the booze calling. Oh boy, towers are falling. One day, one day, dear listener, we will tell you about our 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 spec script. Listen, like six people listen to this show. If you guys want to send us money, we will do it. Y'all know how to get money. Absolutely, I will do my very on Venmo. Yeah, (laughs) I'll do my very best David Hyde Pierce impression, and um, I'm gonna guess that Zach is probably gonna play both Roz and Daphne. I love that for me. Oh, I love. I thought Zach would be. I figured he'd be a pretty good Marty. You know. You know. Yeah, but I wanted to. uh, In I wanted to subvert that. Yeah. So um, he gets. You could be Eddie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. I'll just I mean, do everything have several else. Several dogs. You guys do. I'll be the 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 chorus for literally everyone except for Niles and Frazier. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I mean, get that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we could get BB Newworth to play Lilith? Because I will not do it without her. Yeah, we sh- we should call her up. We she, we definitely know her. She hasn't been doing a lot recently, so I think she mostly does Broadway. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, they're not doing still... that right now, so I think we're good. <laughs> oh, good point, guys. Get us some money quick so we can get BB Newworth in here. <laughs> I bet I bet she would do it for scale, a scale we can't afford right now. Yeah. So please give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> now how is the scale oh abysmal it's going to be quite bad <laughs> yeah we don't know what scale actually means i, I, I uh, don't know what it means so. i mean i have a general idea but you it's know. like profit mm-hmm. sharing i believe yeah i didn't think that's what oh it no meant. all oh, right I, so I, this I is episode <laughs> this is episode 172 uh yep there we are, we are. <laughs> way to yeah, way we, to pull us out of that uh <laughs> that tailspin not the cartoon but <laughs> the disaster <laughs> but blue is dressed is dressed like humphrey bogart <laughs> uh anyway uh, and louis is dressed like anyway yeah yeah 
Um, so check out our Twitter. Marielle works very hard. Um, yep. Actually, Marielle is part of the reason we're bringing back Spooky Vemtober. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, we uh, if you listen to some recent episodes uh, when Marielle was on, we realized that uh, Marielle's big blind spot is horror movies, and we were talking about future horror movies and realized it was going to be October pretty soon. And uh, so we pivoted our planned next few episodes to cover um we're doing all horror this month guys uh which i think we did year one and not since yeah i think we i think we forgot about it but i mean the the long story long story short essentially we had a movie planned for lee for tonight and i was like 15 minutes into watching it and then suddenly these chuckle fucks here were like hey no we're doing spooky vember now oh so I, here's, I here's a new movie the movie i i had yeah. fully mm-hmm. finished and summarized the movie yes <laughs> oh well i had not written anything mm-hmm. so this really did not inconvenience me at yeah all, all right yeah. cool cool I was cool, gonna cool. Say, didn't first time around we just blumhoused our way through the whole thing with all those horrible annabelle movies I think we did. I, I think we did the Conjuring and Insidious, and Insidious, and Insidious yeah. yeah. Ugh, gross. But mm. we did the thing for you, Zach, which uh, oh. initiated our love affair with uh, tricking you into mm. uh, John Carpenter. Was that the OG? That's, oh, that's fun. Okay, that was mm-hmm. yeah. It was. No, Escape from New York was probably the first one, wasn't it? Isn't that him? Oh, you're right. That was like you're episode right, was. three, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trip down memory lane. I remember them all fondly. Yeah. More like trip down memory lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was a good joke. Oops. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, so, <laughs> so, Lee, you're doing a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to do a movie. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, this week, instead of whatever I was supposed to be doing, I don't even remember. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it in uh, in next next cycle. So. so like a month or so. But yeah, yeah. unless unless we start doing um, jolly jolly timber, uh, which is all Christmas movies or something. Ooh. I mean, we could. We I, could. I but... really don't want to. I hate. No. I hate Christmas movies with every fiber of my being i like hallmark christmas rom-coms eh, there's you know, a couple I, of christmas horror movies i'm kind of into. you know growing up not having christmas i always kind of resent it like i i always resent people like i know i shouldn't resent people's love for these these awful sappy <laughs> stupid movies but I do like I because it's it, because it was non precipitatory like I could not participate yeah. and yet it was forced upon me all the time. Oh, you see, I was the only child of two uh, very lazy Christians, so <laughs> our uh, our celebration of Christmas really just flexed into give Lee all the presents. I <laughs> loved that. that. Makes sense. Oh, surely, yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although I'm a little I'm a little less warm on the season now. Um, yeah. I need to throw another Yule log on my fire, (laughs) which feels like it could be a sexy soul song. I'm into it. Yeah, real chode. (laughs) That one. All right. Well, okay. (laughs) It's a Yule log. Like, come on. Mm. It's not like you're laying Yule pipe. Which is another Christmas song. Well, now we all are four. Guys, do we need to redo? Do we need to reschedule this episode and skip to Christmas in, in October? Like, is that what's happening? Christmas in October. We're just no one else is doing it. We invented it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's next. I'm gonna year's. do my movie now. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what movie uh, so are we doing? 
Well, we pivoted into a movie called Possessor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cast you gave me is Andrea Risenborough, who uh, I know certainly from the Nick Cage. I don't like this movie, but people seem to love it. Mandy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mandy. Zach, you said she's on Halt and Catch Fire. I was mm-hmm. incorrect. Yeah. It's a different person <laughs> that looks no. very similar. Yes. Uh, okay, she's been in stuff uh, well, recently, like increasingly recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like she's really been blowing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Um, also, Sean Bean. Yes. I wonder if he'll die in my movie. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder. I uh, wonder. <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee. A classic. Who I love. Yep. Everyone loves Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, and Tumpa- Tuppence Middleton, the most British named human on a earth. Two hundred and seventy year old British woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So possessor. Uh my movie is gonna be set in an alternate nineteen fifties. Most of what we see is gonna be like pretty rural. There's a lot of dusty roads. There's like this is kind of a road trippy movie. Not the guitar. Dusty um, okay. roads yeah. take, take me home, me home. <laughs> um, to the so, horror show tonight. Sure. Uh, Sean Bean is like a sort of traveling salesman, peddler kind of character. Um, But what he deals in is literal lost souls. He is what they call a possessor. Um, It's not necessarily a proud uh, profession, but it's totally normal in this version of reality that the movie exists in. Um, so this is this is supernatural. It's not like uh, Nikolai Gogol's Dead Souls, where he would buy up the like the the, the names of dead serfs from noblemen because noblemen didn't know anything about it, and then use that to sell to other people as a scam. No, it's not that. Okay, well, it's a very good book. That seems real and sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is extremely real and sad, but yeah. also it's a really good book, so sure, you should sure. read it. Thanks. For the <laughs> corner. Um, okay. Oh, we're in all, we're all in very specific moods tonight. <laughs> um, so pretty early in the film, we're gonna learn from Sean um, in a scene where he's attempting to buy some souls from a grieving family that the afterlife is just like a a short fading away of someone's energy after their body dies. Um, normally this only takes a couple minutes or hours, um, and no one really notices, but sometimes the energy lingers and attaches to like a totem, an item that the person had a connection to. And so it's like an afterglow image sort of situation and it just like fades over time. mm -hmm. And that, and that ends up, that's how these lost souls, uh, stick around. Cool. I'm down for your Um, crazy mythos. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, and, and like what he does is he buys these items that have these after images, these lost souls embedded in them. Mm -hmm. And what he tells the family is he takes the souls and he helps them make it to their real ending. Um, and he doesn't really do that. No, he he? definitely doesn't do that. (laughs) We're getting there, boys. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I pulled the lead. We, we all pulled the lead. You're okay. I get it. I do this all the time. I'm a piece of shit. It's fine. Um, no, we love you. Aw, thanks, bud. Uh, and in this in this universe, like the established belief is that there is no afterlife in the sense of we live on. It's mm-hmm. just a, your energy sticks around for a little while. Okay. Right. Um, the, 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 the taste lingers. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a, it's, it's. It's a flavor saver, much mm-hmm. like a mustache. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so he buys the souls Woof. from these people, uh, and he gets into his car. And uh, this is where we find out that uh, what he really does is he turns around and sells them to this collector that he knows, uh, Tuppence Middleton, mm. who uh, he communicates with throughout the movie um, through mostly pay phones or like phones in public places. And oh, like right. That. This is in the 50s, you said? Yeah. So yeah. She's mm-hmm. a nasty girl with a bunch of haunted dolls in her basement is what I'm hearing. Because mm-hmm. I love he's that. He's kind of like, yeah. he's got, he's got like a don't ask, don't tell opinion about, sure. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. as far as he knows, the things he's telling these families is true. Yeah. Except he doesn't finish the job. He sells them. Or off. he's giving them some kind of peace anyway. Like what they don't know can't hurt them. Right. So he can like, yeah. he can like justify the fact that, that. He, he's like, you know what? I'm giving them peace of mind, and yeah. also, you know, I'm just, um, you know, making a little on the side. Yeah, I'm making some money off of this thing, that and to I don't me care. Totally yeah. Useless, right? So yeah, yeah, he's like a non-believer sort of situation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, awesome. So everything is going fine until one day he starts to hear a voice, and that's where Andrea Risenborough comes mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, he realizes it's coming from one of his totems, and he finds a small cameo with her picture in it. And once he identifies the source of the sound, we start to see a physical representation of her. So, like, she'll be in the back seat as he's driving and things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Sean tells her that she should just move on, that there's nothing left for her on Earth and she's dead. And people, we know that there's nothing after the fact, so she should just let go and let her energy go. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is where we learn from Andrea that there is an afterlife. Yeah. And souls who lose their body aren't allowed to enter so she needs oh help. shit okay uh-huh so sean bean is naturally shaken to his core at this because mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's caused lots di- of pain eternally yes exactly <laughs> okay. yeah um he's been creating what is in this universe essentially damnation right, right. um so he's been gathering and separating souls for years uh so he agrees to help her um once he kind of comes to terms with what's going on right there's there's uh, there's a big uh you know second act where he's dealing with this yeah there's scenes where she's like keeps popping up and bothering him about yeah. it you know he's in denial like, for a while yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so andrea says that uh she'll help him if he helps her and the first thing they need to do is find her sister jennifer jason lee mm-hmm. uh so while they're on their way to do that we see sean speaking with tuppence uh and now he's starting to deflect away from her like uh oh when is he coming what does he have for her um he knows that she's powerful and now that he knows what's really going on he he suspects that there's something not above board with her and he doesn't want to raise her suspicions sure uh so eventually, like, Sean gets to Jennifer and she doesn't believe him, but through some sort of seance uh, scene, like, you know, candles, mm-hmm. lights down, all this stuff, where he, he convinces her to give this a try, yep. um, he's able to open her eyes, and now she can see Andrea, too. And, uh, you know, they have a reconciliation about their differences, but more importantly to our plot, uh, we establish that Jennifer has like a lot of money and resources mm. and she'll be able to help them pull strings as they travel around so they can reconnect these souls with their bodies. Oh, so mm-hmm. now we have to scavenger hunt all of the previous totem situations. Oh, as many as we can, yeah. because one, it's like, you know, now Chambin knows the truth yep. and he has to like make things right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we at least have um, to find Andrea's, right? Like that's. 
And that's just the main yeah. thing. But like, it's it's like as long as we're doing this, we have to like we can get to all these on the way, yeah. you know. Right. Um, so it's essentially national treasure, except with human souls. I was gonna say, yeah, and that's remains. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. and 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 body bits. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. Don't be. Don't leave out the dirty boy delights. Um, <laughs> Ew. So, <laughs> so they set up yuckers. <laughs> So they're going to set off on this journey and we get a lot of travel discussions about why Sean and Jennifer think they're able to speak to the lost souls. Um, the floodgates are opening for their perception now and we're going to meet a lot of new characters so we can have like fun little cameos as they start reuniting souls with their bodies. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as this is going on, Tuppence has sent someone to track them down and it's going to be a dangerous hitman. Cast whoever you like. I was thinking about it. For some reason, I was thinking Steve Buscemi, but I don't know. Ooh, Sam Rockwell? Like, Silent cool. Sam Rockwell would be good. Sam Rockwell's this. always yeah. capable when he's a villain and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah I, th- I think that's a good cast. Yeah. I- and I love Sam. Yeah, so. certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, he puts the butts in seats. <laughs> he sure do. Um, so yep. we're going we're gonna to reach our climax where we learn, you know, it, it all, like... It, Sam through some oh, we did we didn't learn the or we didn't achieve our climax through all of your uh what did you say dirty boy objects or <laughs> dirty whatever boy the fuck delights you... oh Seth. sorry dirty Excuse boy me. delights yeah no <laughs> oh boy um, so Sam is like this is like Zach and the hentai all over again oh god <laughs> what a children's book Zach and the hentai um, <laughs> that's how we all went to jail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, it's for kids. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sam is going to It just like, means kinda... pervert in Japanese. Oh, yeah? Does it really? Yeah, it just means pervert. Still not good oh, children's that's... book fodder, I would imagine. But... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Oh, no. Did I derail you? No, <laughs> yeah. <I> continue. <laughs> as, as they're like, as we're getting all these good cameo scenes, mm-hmm. Sam is like in the background and he's kind of pushing them in specific directions like he's rerouting traffic like through like you know he shoots someone in the head and oh there's a crash and now we you know like stuff like that mm-hmm. right um we're gonna where he basically leads them into a trap that tuppence is set and we're gonna learn that um she is some sort of otherworldly entity that feeds on souls yeah um, that makes sense she has she is chained to a, a mortal body with all of those downsides, but but the souls do like replenish her, so to speak. Right. Um. So she's existed for centuries at the very least, and has been in the ear of like philosophers and clerics, and has helped shape society's beliefs uh, around the lack of Excellent. the afterlife. I love this shit. In order to keep an unending food supply for herself. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, while this is like reveal is all happening, it's all happening at like Andrea's resting place. So Andrea is about to reunite with her body when Tuppence and Sam Rockwell try to stop her. And Sean Bean, repentant and distressed for the whole movie, uh, sacrifices himself mm. and creates a distraction that allows Andrea to move on. Sure. Uh, Jennifer and uh, the hitman Sam Rockwell now actually seeing the truth of what's going on because he also didn't know he was just like working he's like what does it matter if i kill these people yeah, yeah gig's a gig also in just this gig economy that we all have to deal with now <laughs> it's yeah he's a mercenary and he's a mercenary in a universe where he thought there's no afterlife so there's no repercussions oh, sure. to what he does uh, yeah, yeah he's a real so sol- now- soldier of fortune much like mr t mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> 
I also like the A-team. Um, I'm in a so, real mood tonight, sorry. You really are, I can tell. Uh, that's what I'm trying to get through this, so you can talk. <laughs> ah, my favorite part, yeah. <laughs> it's usually my thing, but you know. Uh, so Jennifer now and, and Sam Rockwell, they, they see the truth of what's going on, and they're able to uh, kill Tuppence mm. because she is still mortal. Oh, sure. um, yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, they, in essence, like, you know, we, we now realize they're able to save whatever remaining souls there are. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the movie ends with Jennifer and Sam driving around the countryside, uh, continuing Sean Bean's work. Only now they aren't possessors. They call themselves uniters. Mm-hmm. And oh. the final shot of the movie is a little sepia tone on their business card. And in the two corners of the top of the business card, there's two little ornate pictures, one of Andrea and one of Sean. And that's the end of the movie. Nice. Mm. I was going to say, alternate ending, like, what if when Tuppence is killed, then it, like, Ghostbusters style, like, all of the souls flow immediately out of her and they're all, like, reunited? Is that too happy, maybe? I don't know. Oh, I I could fuck with that. Yeah, like, like, but there are clearly other entities around. And so, like, it, it, you could set up a, a cinematic universe where you have, like, a group of impact, like, people who are in power who have been manipulating society for so long. And then, you know, basically our new our new Sean Bean, Andrea uh, uh, duo go around and, and kill them in order to release all these souls and write what the sure, wrong sure. for centuries, that sort of thing. Like, I mean, yeah. it's dumb, but could, like it's you could build up to make it like you could you could have some of them could be very small, personal movies and some of them could be huge, big action. Mm-hmm. I swear I wasn't trying to to make the, the Blue Oyster Cult album Imaginos again, but it sounds <laughs> like maybe I did now that Seth brings that up. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, I, Lee, honestly... I feel like you're always in your heart of hearts trying to remake the Blue Oyster Coal album Imaginos. <laughs> like I feel like that's really Ooh, Imaginos. Ooh, Imaginos. <laughs> I fucking love Imaginos. I know. Anyway. I know. <laughs> I own that album in three different forms of physical media. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, so that was that was my version of Possessor. Real good. That, yeah. that, was, that was a movie. That was that, quite well thought that, out. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that shit. Seven and the, minutes. Okay. That's how long it took me to write. <laughs> yeah, and early, no doubt. We told you, like, here's your movie, and you were like, done, got it. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. I don't think about them. When I think about them, they're bad. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, go, go there's, the there's something to said for overthinking. That's why I always leave it to the last minute. But also... Um, I don't know, like, sometimes we end up with forethought episodes that are quite good, so it's a, it's a real mixed bag. Everyone has a different, has a different method. We have a different my process. method is bullshit blast amounts. Yeah, mine, mine are, mine are, you know, like, I, I spend so much time agonizing about how to make jokes out of the title, <laughs> yep. and then I eventually settle on basically doing some kind of sci-fi premise. Yeah. If it ain't broke, well, this know. week this week was a little easier because I was like, I we're doing, we're you doing know, horror it's horror, theme. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm I'm not gonna like I don't have to do a horror, but like why not? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lee, uh, do you want to hear the IMDb one sentence summary for this movie that has not yet not yet technically been released? 
nor oh shit nor will it by the time this comes out i believe yeah, yeah. oh my god we are so good at our jobs that we <laughs> beat hollywood to the punch i baby. found this randomly sometimes I thanks just go, coronavirus <laughs> yeah i just go searching for horror movies and this happened to exist and i just like an hour ago told seth hey this isn't out yet <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah it's uh scheduled to be released on october 2nd yeah. Um, or, or ninth, depending on where you look. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. IMDb well, certainly not on nine eleven as it is today when no. we record. Yes, indeed. In poor um, taste. Yeah. <laughs> I'll so... never, I'll never forget that we got our version of this movie recorded before the real one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wikipedia says the ninth, and IMDb says the second. Um, yeah. But oh boy, <laughs> we are, we are, we are. Call us an ice skating movie because we are the cutting edge. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. All right, I fucking love that movie. So, for the uh, here's the one sentence summary for the 2020 movie, <laughs> the the future 2020 movie. We've had to go so deep into the well to find a movie for me that you had to go for a movie that doesn't exist in the yet. future. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll be doing that new Chris Nolan one next week, I guess. <laughs> this is never gonna come out. <laughs> It it is out. It's in theaters. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Tenant Tenant is out now, but it's no. like uh, sure. it's getting kind of mixed reviews, actually. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, I too much like, hype. I, too much hype. I haven't. Well, I think. All, yeah. Anyway, I think he thinks he's smarter than he is. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a very good director who thinks he's smarter than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike us. True. We're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Set expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the um, one sentence summary with the hyphen and is also incredibly long for possessor who possessor follows an agent who works for a secretive organization that uses brain implant technology to inhabit other people's bodies hyphen ultimately driving them to commit assassinations for high paying clients so it's kind of like manchurian candidate e- yeah. e- yes but like it's not it's not brainwashing as such like it, like mk ultra yeah the, it's not it's, it's brain it, yeah. taking over if anything. yeah it's 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 more hmm so it's like when reggie jackson tries to assassinate queen elizabeth in the first naked gun movie it is a computer chip in his head it's a lot like that actually yeah, yeah sort of it's it's <laughs> it's also like several of the matrix movies where like mm-hmm. agent smith literally embodies other people's other people's uh shells oh, so is it like that is it like that bruce willis movie um surrogates where you can put out a surrogate of yourself and people are taking them over and committing crimes and stuff yeah sounds yeah. very much like that yeah yeah to, to to a degree but i it's um i think that's what surrogates is about uh i've only ever seen a billboard for it <laughs> On Vine Street in Philadelphia. Mm. So you made a big jump then. You sounded very authoritative <laughs> in that explanation just then. <laughs> I'm white. If I speak with confidence, I can get whatever. That's I true. Want. Oh I no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the world right. we live in. It's a piece of shit. So, so Lee, would you would you like to hazard a guess who may have directed this horror movie? Huh. Hmm. All right, well, Wes Craven's dead. Indeed. And this came out in the future, so... (laughs) (laughs) I assume it's not John Carpenter, because I hoped I would know if there was a new John Carpenter. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, no. okay. Is it yeah. really? Mm-hmm. No. No, we save those oh. for me secretly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, we wouldn't. Do is that it a horror? It's it's is another it a like person? gross horror movie. Oh, is it Eli? Uh, Eli fucking uh, Eli Manning? Was in, huh? Eli, Eli Roth? Manning. Oh, I like Manning. Better. Eli Roth. Yeah. Is it Eli? Roth? Eli Manning can't read, so I'm guessing he probably can't read <laughs> <his> movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He's rich as fuck. So yeah, it's not Peyton either. <laughs> weirdly, uh, it's another like uh, horror movie dynasty sort of situation. Yeah, he does gross huh. stuff. Seth alluded to gross. Yeah, it's extremely gross. gross. Yeah. This movie is extremely gross. Yeah, it's a uh, Stuart Gordon died too. No, Stuart uh, Gordon is indeed <laughs> dead. Yeah, no. I mean, this is a this is an incredibly dumb and drawn out bit we're doing right now. So we, yeah, what, can you just tell me? It's Cronenberg. It's, it's Cronenberg. Really? But Brandon not, Cronenberg, not that Cronenberg. <laughs> is it his son? Yeah, it it's son, Brandon yes. Cronenberg. His son. <laughs> I say, I also David Cronenberg is my second favorite director. I, know, I was I like, oh my god, did I not know there's a new Cronenberg? We were hoping you would get there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm. No, no. See, I know um, Cronenberg's movies are really gross, but I don't think of them that way. Well, like yeah, well, that's beca- that's because yeah. there's a lot of like other things going on in a lot of Cronenberg movies, and and th- that's true for Brandon Cronenberg as well. This, I think, this movie mm-hmm. has a lot of other things going on, but it is also extremely gross. He he like, this does is, take from his oh father boy. in both regards. There, this is mm. a pretty well thought out movie. Uh, boy, I I had to white knuckle this. Like, yeah, there are random you think, you think this like, one. Ugh. Yeah. I forget what they've changed the name of this award show to, but do you think it stands a chance to win some genies up in Canada? Ooh. Oh, because David Cronenberg is the most, most the winningest genie man ever. Yeah, I, see that. Mm-hmm. I think this is way indie. Um, I don't think this has mass appeal in any capacity. Mm-hmm. You do realize that, like any Canadian movie, is that. yeah. But like David did a bunch of very very famous movies, you know. Like yeah, um, Brandon has done like three and a short, I think. Um, the one looks like pretty okay. He's yeah, he's not quite there yet, but um yeah. it's it's like this is this is a good I think early work. Like it's not a masterpiece, yeah. but I think it's in general good. So do you want to hear especially in the horror genre, it is not trash, which you can So a lot of early much. promise is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I would say so. I think I think it could deal with some more depth and we can get into that. Um so that that one sentence just sounds like such a like an overused premise you would like, think it's a little weirder so yeah should we get into yeah the and thing? it's also like yeah so it's it's very tense but go yeah. ahead go ahead yeah he he does capture the like hard tense situation quite well um okay so andrea works for the secret agency as mentioned who uses brain implant tech to inhabit random people's bodies so that they can commit assassinations sort of like robot control style um, and then they almost always, it is implied, have the people kill themselves at the end. So it's like nice tie a bow on it. Everything's yeah, clean. Yeah, just, yeah. No problem. Takes care of everything. Yep. Right. The thing is, though, that this isn't an action movie, right? Like this is, nope. this is, this is extremely tense, very little music. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it minimal, minimal on... score. It's, it's, it's so like, it sounds like surrogates, right? But it's, but it's so like subtle about it. It is. It, it opens on one of these murders with an unnamed character and she like walks up to this like fat rich guy and stabs him about 70 times. Um, yeah. And then as the cops come in, I think she's going to kill herself, but instead starts shooting at the cops and then is just 
like sprayed with bullets over and over. It is the first five minutes of the movie, and there's so much gore. It's yeah. So 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 like the the thing is is that like um, Andrea embodies somebody murders them and then sa- and then is about to turn the gun on herself holds it in her mouth and says pull me out yep. and then like the either gets pulled out or it's not exactly clear if she gets pulled out at that moment or if if the people who who are being possessed are aware of what's going on yeah it's this, it's this is sort of the like crux of the movie is like who has the control in this scenario is it the actual uh-huh. person or is it andrea yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so Andrea is quite good at this thing, um, but it's implied very early that it keeps sort of changing her. Like you get sort of, I don't know, either emotionally damaged or like you lose part of yourself every time you do this. Um, and mm-hmm. it's absolutely destroying her home life. Uh, she has um, a husband and a kid. And uh, like, she's separated at this point. Yeah, um, doesn't live there anymore. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, and, and every time that she gets pulled out, it's clearly like so. So the whole thing is very, very medical, right? She like yep. has to prep for it. She gets like strapped in. They put on the weird helmet. She she sinks into somebody's brain, and then like when she comes out of it, there's a long drawn out process um, where they're like, "Do you know who you are? Here are a bunch of objects." identify them explain their their significance to you and that's how you prove that you're back in your own body yep which is like i think it's extremely well done it's way more subtle than than what i'm describing here but it's it's good yeah again it it, this whole movie feels pretty well thought out uh like Mm -hmm. yeah um so jennifer jason lee is her boss and sort of mentor uh it's implied that she maybe invented this technology or at least like owns the company that does the assassinations so yeah um yeah, but she's like the one guiding her through the whole thing. Um, so after that initial one, um, her next body is that of Christopher Abbott, a person we didn't give you. He's this like impossibly good looking. Um, yeah, I was trying like to remember. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, but yeah, he's in a stuff recently as well. Yeah, these are all pretty like up and coming people. I think. Well, except for Jennifer Jason Lee and John Bean, I guess. But yeah. Oh um, yeah, he he was he was big in. Um, did you see the the Catch Twenty Two show on? Uh, I think it was Hulu. Uh, I watched uh, half of an episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, he he was the main guy in that. Yeah. Um, he played Usarian. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. Uh, okay. That's I I I spent so long trying to identify him in my brain, and and it just clicked with me. Yeah. That's that's who he was. Yeah, man, it's hard for me to picture Usarian as anyone other than Alan Arkin. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, he plays him in the movies. Actually. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... I wasn't just like being anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that—that's not where I was going. I just picture Alan Arkin as current-day Alan Arkin. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm, yeah. I see. Yeah. No, he was once young, as are most people. I think. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, not everybody, as we've described I in the past. S- I certainly wasn't. Oh, that yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, interesting. So Chris is dating Tuppence, um, whose father is uh, Jonathan Beans. Um, Jonathan- oh, Tuppence was in uh, Jupe. Hmm? She was in Jupe with Sean Bean. Jupiter ascending. Oh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks for thanks no, for a, for expanding your your, for it, yeah. your truncation <laughs> of Jupiter ascending. 
because we're all such big I fans we had to shorten it yeah we're all such <laughs> jupe heads yeah we we all we exclusively wear jupe cologne if y'all remember what that stuff oh Colors no i only wear bod man fa- fragrance for men <laughs> oh i want your bod it explains oh, no. it now the bod man yeah no i bought i bought cases of it in the <laughs> Early two thousands. This will that go must away have been the, I need to stock up for forty years. <laughs> that must have been what what clicked the stock up that one day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's true. Uh, Jesus okay, so Christ. Chris works for Sean Bean, his father in law, who sucks a bunch. Yeah. Uh, he's Sean just Bean like totally classic sucks. rich guy. He just is awful. Mm-hmm. Um and also, Chris is apparently like boning most of Tuppence's friends. Um, yeah, like, pretty much everybody sucks in this like new scenario we found ourselves in. Um, yeah. So uh, this time seems to be different from the other ones, as she doesn't seem to have full control over the whole thing. Uh, the consciousness is very fluid between the two, as we kind of described earlier, but it's like exaggerated this time. There's lots of like her exploring her life, uh, his life, and like having to. I guess they get like dossiers to some degree, but you have to sort of like be willing to go with the flow. Like, yeah, one friend there's... corners him in the bathroom and is like, "So we fuck now?" And she's like, uh, "Yeah, we do that all the time. Of course we do that." Like, it's yeah, the, he, like mm-hmm. he has like a map of or 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 like there's clearly some some information that is inputted from whatever the hosts host brain where like he knows the way around the office that he's going to end up in which is horrifying by the way yeah the office the office is a goddamn nightmare because it's (laughs) because it's like a it's a it's like a an amazon slash google situation open flow workplace except the open flow is a is a goddamn basement dungeon where you sit literally half a meter away from anybody put on some vr and suddenly you're in an office Hmm. and it's that sounds awful it's really bad that's right i forgot to the job itself is um human captures so he, mm-hmm. they show pictures of different window treatments, and he has to describe them. He's like, white curtain, um, buttonhole loop, sheer floor length. And then it switches to a new one, and he's just describing them, like, where's the fire hydrant style? I was like, oh, God, that is going to be a thing in the future when they have to train AIs to, like, recognize literally everything in the universe. <laughs> Basically, they use your your Alexa or whatever mm-hmm. and spy on whatever room and see, yep. you know, the, and describe objects in a room. That's yeah. all they do mm. all day. That was a fun. That's another like weird detail where I went like, oh, that is well thought out. Like you didn't have to do that, but you did. Neat. Yeah, it was it was so it not, was really cool and unsettling. Yeah. Not to uh, not to spoil something for Seth here with our <laughs> our upcoming book club, but this fluid personality memory yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sounds a lot like uh, one of the plot devices in uh, in 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 the current the upcoming... reigning Hugo best novel yes. uh, winner, <laughs> a, a memory called Empire. memory yes. called Empire. Right, I'm gonna start mm-hmm. it as soon as I finish the Name of the Wind. Yeah. Two wonderful books, <laughs> Memory Called Empire and the Name of the Wind. Get them at your local library. Library. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Name of the Wind is really fucking awesome, man. It took yeah, me a while to get into, hell. but holy shit, this is a- an amazing novel. <laughs> Once he leaves Tarbine, bro, it just kicks into gear. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, um, back to possess. Podcast yeah. and a podcast. Uh, okay. So we find out that Beans is the target. Um, they eventually kill him with uh, extreme brutality. It's oh, I would God. say top five most 
sort of unrelenting violent scenes. Um, now, how how brutal of a Sean Bean death is it? Is it more or less brutal than Boromir? More. I would say really? much more. Yeah. It's sig- more or less emotional than Boromir. Less. Because you less don't care a, about being less, less emotional there. because, like, he has no redemptive qualities. No. Yeah. He's very drunk. And then what? He hits him with a fire poker. <clears throat> then he stabs him a bunch. He like rips his jaw off. He pulls one of his eyeballs out. Like it's a yeah, whole yeah, all thing. all with the fire poker. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, unnecessary. Yeah, no, it's 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 real gross. And at the same, so so essentially, the target was to kill Sean Bean, kill the daughter that the host yep. is dating, so that the estranged like stepson can inherit the company. Oh, he was so the client. Like, yeah. Okay, this is this is a private business. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. It's yes. like uh, it's not like a it's not like secret government assassins. This is like a no, a no. Yeah, essentially, yeah. they're paid probably millions upon millions of dollars to yeah. to do this sort of shit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. But oh boy, is he this also brutal. Tuppence's death is rough too. She's running away from him. He shoots her in the back twice, like two lung shots. And then she dies really slowly trying to get away from him, which is like how it would actually happen in real life, but never happens in the movies. Like it was yeah, that's pretty brutal. brutal. This yeah. this this whole movie had like the um, the brutality and the violence is not cartoonish, and yeah. that's what makes it so. I, I don't know. Like it's like it's is visceral and it's <laughs> incredibly <laughs> upsetting. Like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, like like the, the the brutality against Sean Bean in his death is just ooh boy. Like he he, he I he, I think all of that was a choice too. It was clearly like he Oh yeah, to no, and it's and it's on purpose. Usually it's, it's very, like stab and then die and then ne- move on to the next thing, but But no, it's like He wanted to hang there to make you feel all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I think it was really really well done. Like I mean, yeah. he he jammed a fire poker into Sean Bean's open mouth and ground it around. Like it's yeah. really oh, really brutal. Knocks a Oof. bunch of teeth out and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty Um rough, yeah. we we talk I think we've we've talked about this a lot recently in just personal conversations about a lot of the more recent like last half decade horror revival Mm -hmm. has a lot to do with making the audience actually like witness and come to terms with what happens mm-hmm. in the horror movie right. as opposed like get, to the get, shock like, value of a slasher movie feel like... the violence right yep because mm-hmm. yeah this that's, that's all we have left like the the hyperbolic violence of well like no. i guess like american psycho kind of did this early even though that's not super a horror movie but like the standout movies from the past are the ones that did this same thing i think and the other ones yeah. are just like, oh, it's goofy and. And whatever. I think these days, like the the really hyperbolic ones are like all they're they have to be horror comedies at this point, right? And they're all subversive somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, very true. Um, okay, so they after this happens, uh, we go to do the suicide portion of the show. Um, but it's implied that Chris, the guy's brain, won't like let it happen. Like this is that pool, the tug of war thing that we were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, so it seems also that they can't pull her out without him dying, which I think Seth was talking about earlier. Like, it's not clear what exactly the mechanism is, but like, they can't just yank her out, even if he's still alive. It, it is assumed. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really like that things are not entirely explained. Yeah. So it, much of it, that in this movie. It, it you adds don't, You don't know what the rules are and you just like, is, the, is that the universe we're playing in or is it this new thing? I don't, yeah. 
Yeah, because that could really like the just laying out the laying out the rules clearly is very helpful. But if you lay out the rules clearly and write down like there's only four rules and they have to that's right. that's just inviting like mm-hmm. wrongness well, into your like and you're just yeah. kind of playing bingo at that point you're like all right let's check the boxes and then the plot thing happens. right and i and and that's the thing that i do in in like mystery films mm-hmm. and a lot of sci-fi a lot just because that's how my brain works is yep. is like i see a, i see a chekhov's gun and i'm like <laughs> okay here we go yeah. It's tick, very tick, tick, yeah. It, yeah, and you get into the thing where it's like, okay, so did they come up with the rules and then write the movie around it, or did they write the movie and then it like, evolved? They, it evolved, yeah, yeah. The rules evolved with mm-hmm. it. It sounds a lot more like the rules or and uh, is evolving with the story. It's, it's not. It's not story. entirely clear, but it does super work because you think. I I almost want to say it was thought of ahead of time because. You sort of think you know what's going on, and then something happens that changes the rules, like very I, dramatically, I, and you go, "Oh shit, it's this other thing." And that I like, least, like the yeah, idea that they like thought out a series of rules and also thought about loopholes in those rules, sure. and and then just don't tell you explicitly either. Yeah. But they have a system, and yeah. I li- mm-hmm. I really like that. I don't need them to spell it out for me. I would much rather for them to have the idea. And then subvert the idea within their own system. Well, and that that's kind of happening naturally. Like this is uncharted territory in this new guy because like mm-hmm. it always worked a certain way and now it's not working anymore, right? So yeah, right, right. Maybe that's... it's not even the rules, it's just like the process itself is evolving without And that's why anymore. and that's why I thought this was a good movie. So Yeah, no, I agreed. Yeah. Um, okay, so they can't pull right. it out. It gets it gets worse. Oh boy, <laughs> it does it, it get gets worse, way crazier, dude. Yeah. Mm. Um so they can't pull her out without him dying. Um, so in his body, they collectively go. Again, at this point, it's not clear who's driving the ship. Um, but they go to her husband and child's house. Um, we're not entirely sure why. but Oh, like, no. Yep. Um, so once there, they end up in a scuffle with the husband, and he is killed also kind of brutally. Um, finally, her kid enters the room, and we realize he's like been standing there a while. Um, and the guy, I mean, you assume it's the guy at this point, because Andrea probably wouldn't kill his own kid. Um, mm-hmm. she, or he is forced to kill the kid as the kid is threatening him with, I think a knife or something. So it's like, no, the, 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 the kid stabbed him in the neck. Oh yeah. Got him real bad. And he's bleeding Oof. a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then as like a last ditch kills the kid, um, it's then revealed. That yeah. But the kid is like staring straight down the barrel. Kid at... is very Danny from, uh, what's it? He's just like completely catatonic for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, y'all see Doctor Sleep? I'm gonna. Here's my. I haunting. haven't seen it yet. Doctor Sleep is way better than The Shining. Man, I didn't care for Doctor Sleep, but I didn't pay that much attention. So. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I don't terribly care for The Shining, but that's. I don't like kind The Shining the at all, but I quite liked Doctor Sleep. Mm. I don't like a lot of Kubrick movies. If I'm being, I love Kubrick and I hate <laughs> The Shining. Okay. Yeah, mm. fair enough. I'm really middle uh, ground. It's almost <laughs> like we're a perfect trio. Hey <laughs> Seth, when you when we go on our next trip, you know what we should do the night before? We should watch Barry Lyndon. Fuck yes, <laughs> yes! I'm so glad you said yes. Oh fuck yeah! I want to watch that so bad, and I haven't I've got yet. it. I've got it. I've got it. We're gonna watch. Okay, is this a Coops? I don't even. It's know. a Coops, baby. Oh, it's boy. a Coops. So it's, it's a it's a Coops. It's a, it's a said in that case. It is a notorious Coops. Oh, okay. Let me let me hit you with this, Zach. The camera lenses, he got them from NASA. 
because he needed them to be able to pick up the lighting that he was doing. Everything is lit by candles, so it looks like an oil painting. Oh, wow. Mm. He's like, 70 millimeter? Give me 700 millimeter. He made this movie for himself and yeah. no one else. That sounds like a thing you yep. do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to this movie. We'll talk about Barry movie. Lyndon next yeah. time. But So, yeah, kid kid stabs kid stabs Chris in the throat. Chris, as the kid backs up a little bit, shoots the kid right in the gut, starts Ooh. to bleed. And then the kid flash, is just like staring at him like yeah, straight there's on. There's a lot of just nothing happening for like well, at least 10 seconds. And I mean, that's like how you would die if you got shot in the stomach. 100%. Yeah. It mm-hmm. would take much longer hours than you, in, in some yeah, cases yeah, yeah. Like, it's it gets yeah but but it's really the unsettling unwavering eye contact that's the thing it sure. looks like a robot it's yeah because um, like if you're lucky you go into shock and if you're in shock you have no control over yourself mm-hmm. and sure. staring yeah yeah but so here's the, the kicker the the big twist is as the kid is collapsing he says pull me out falls down and what? then we flash to, and then Chris is also dying, of course. We flash back to the like headquarters. It was Jennifer Jason Lee embodying the kid because she knew that Andrea wasn't going to get out because Chris was like fighting her to take Holy over his own shit. body. Yeah, so it she was. She embodied the kid, had to know, she knew she had to die. So that's why she just like stood there as the kid to get shot. Like, yeah. It's pretty fucking wild. And, and <laughs> oh, like, man. Throughout the whole movie, it's implied that Andrea's whole problem is the fact that she is starting to feel things for her uh, her ex-husband again yep. and is like, she, she's essentially, as as a mind assassin, is starting to become compromised. And Yeah, she, is, she has a distraction that is, that is preventing her from precisely being able to be as she, detached she's not robot. as she needs to be. And Jennifer Jason yeah. Lee solves the problem. Yep. Yeah, so now she's pulled out, but everything she cared about and was starting to like be able to deal with again is dead. <laughs> yep. So Wow. Oh Literally everybody fuck. in this movie dies except for Andrea and Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> like all nine characters. Fuck me. Yeah. It's wild. Yep. The movie sounds pretty good. Honestly, not bad. It's it's <laughs> yeah. it's 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 good. It's brutal. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, so I watched it over two days, um, and I think I said this at the, at the top, it, like, I think it would have been extremely impactful if I had done it in one sitting, but I broke it up because I had to for time constraints, but. Sure. I mean, this is what this show is, is we fit them in when we can. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was, it was white knuckle, like, like. Yeah. Uh, we also don't entirely know, Seth. You and I talked about in the middle. We stopped for a Nine Inch Nails music video where, um, yeah, they he he went dad style and made a like wax face, and it just like melts a bunch, and then it reverses, unmelts, and melts a bunch, and different angles, and like and and, and like and like shit, faces like, melding. Yeah. So yeah. like, I mean, I thought that was for the most part well done. It was. It's just like not entirely necessary for the whole thing yeah i don't think we needed that but it was it was very and so this is why this seems like an early attempt is because it seemed like an art house sort of thing i gotcha i understand it's like it's a lot of ideas from their student film and now they have money to make it look good and they 
padded out their right so so we had it was unwillingness to kill your darlings is i think what we're yes like that movie did not need that thing it looked cool as shit but it took it like distracted yeah there was there was there was everything else was extremely like visceral and 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 like like tangible and then there's this weird like wax faces mixing thing i think i think you like split at that point where you were just like "Uh, it feels like a natural intermission maybe (laughs) yeah i mean i i i I paused it right in the middle of that and then i went and i did some of my real job and then i came back to it because i was like (laughs) this guy "Eh." what a real job (laughs) yeah hey but yeah it, it does build quite well like I was. Tense I, I think the you're absolutely time. right. Like, if you if you do like soup to nuts style, it had me engrossed the whole time. Where I was yeah, just like, it's, I cannot wait. Like, and it's crazy short. Twists have already happened. I can't wait to see what happens. It's short as shit. This. It's 104 minutes. Yeah, oh, that's not bad at all. Tight one. Yeah, it's 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 you a, know, and that's you, with credits, so it's like exactly. It's really like a 93. And that four four minute nine inch nails video. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a Cronenberg thing. That's he got that from yeah. his dad too. All Cronenberg's best movies are like 90 to 100 minutes mm-hmm. long, and you you finish it and you're like, there's no way they fit all of that in 90 minutes, yeah. and they do. Well, like, and especially horror or suspense movies, if they go too long, you're just fucking bored because like necessarily there have to be downtimes. So you're just like, what's mm-hmm. gonna happen? Yeah, no, it has to be short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds pretty great, honestly. I, I feel like I'm not going to be mad when I lose this week. Um, oh, I'm not say. sure you're going to, but um, <laughs> we'll continue. Uh, what, what what else do you need me to tell me about this movie? Yeah, Zach, what you got? You got any? How much? Uh, there is no money. There's no trivia because this mm. movie does not exist. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. So... <laughs> right, I forgot already. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out that we're future historians. Yep. Um, uh, a little bit of nepotism. It did well at Sundance last year, and that's why it got made. Uh, sure. got, uh, distributed, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's not much. I mean, we talked about all the, like, tropey stuff and all that. I don't have anything, Seth. Do you have anything? Um, no, other than, like, I was, like, most of the time, I was pretty tense when watching this, and it is extremely visceral and gross. Like, it is... Yeah. It's 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 a good, tense horror movie. Yeah, I agree. It, cool. it doesn't rely on either one too much, though. Like, it's not. There are movies that are just violence for violence' sake, and like that's. But that's not what this is, and it also makes it's, you it's feel definitely. Not it that. makes you feel like bad about the violence. I don't. I, that's not quite yeah. the way I want to say that, but like it's. Um, it does a pretty good job at not making you feel the human is, weight of of taking another yeah. life. Yeah. This also yeah. feels very much like his father. Indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah, yeah so no, I, I the think there's a whole lot of David insane... peeking out in the Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Even in the most intense, insane David Cronenberg movies, you can feel the humanity, mm-hmm. even if you only feel that it's being lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, even, I was going to say, like, all the characters are, like, somewhere in the middle of the moral spectrum, too. Like, Sean Bean is, like, super drunk the whole time and then, like, kind of an asshole to everybody. But you can tell he's just like fed up with the life almost. Like he's just like, oh, all these people around me are leeching off me, and like this is all stupid and dumb. And yeah, like, there there's sort of an argument for both sides of this person sucks and this person's like just dealing with human shit for yeah. And and Christopher time. Abbott, I think, does a really really good job playing yeah. a split personality. <laughs> yeah, playing a, yeah. A, a split personality insane person, especially for a person who hasn't had that much work yet. 
Does he do a better job of playing a split personality insane person than John Lithgow in Raising Kane? <sighs> oh, oh, Jesus. I really thought you were going to say then what's his butt in Split who did an incredible job of playing many personalities. Oh, McAvoy. <laughs> yeah, mm. McAvoy. <laughs> Yo, for anyone out there who hasn't watched Raising Kane, it's been <laughs> all over streaming lately and it is just so bad and like so worth it. You need to check this you shit know, out. You know, my favorite recent Lithgow role was the Pet Cemetery remake in which he plays the old guy mm. and Dude, that movie him. sucks shit but oh like, my god i <laughs> laughed so hard watching <laughs> that movie the most absurd <laughs> dumb bullshit ever but in he's a movie very theater. good <laughs> there's something so magical i mean i miss movie theaters they're reopening now which is fucking yeah stupid. do not go to the theater <laughs> no <laughs> please don't but uh, seeing that movie in a movie theater with another couple friend of ours oh you and... got to do that before all the shit oh, it was long i'm time talking ago. about was... pet cemetery that came out last year it was years oh, ago was that yeah. last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was, it was a long recent. time okay. ago. Yeah. So me, my partner, and a couple friend of ours, and just sitting with, with three like-minded people, all <laughs> laughing our asses off about how ridiculous <laughs> that remake was. Yeah. Like, it was wonderful. I just, I really hope Lithgow, like, leans into the old man role, because he is fucking really Oh, he's been doing it. nothing but for a while. Yeah, but he's, yeah that's his thing. This. That's his modus yeah. operandi now. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's fun. I love John Lithgow. Oh, he's, hell yeah, he's great. great. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, <sighs> so <good>. um, <laughs> Lee, I sent you the poster of this um on uh on our on our private chat, and it oh, is we did we did forget about that one part, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. So like, there's a uh... there's a section where these this awful but also extremely disturbing practical special effect. Well, all of this is practical special effects for the most part. Oh yeah, um, sure. where where it's it's he's a Cronenberg, so yeah, <laughs> it's Cronenberg, of course. But it's it's Christopher like wearing the mask of Andrea Risenborough, and like it's Jesus. Yeah, it looks upsetting. It's it's oh, yeah. awful. It this looks, is it this rem- is another like music video montage thing where like he took three minutes to just like make him dance around in the mask. Kind of, and yeah. it was like okay, I guess it sets up the like insanity of the situation. But it, I wonder if he has a history directing music videos. You guys keep saying this. I don't yeah. think so. I I have no idea. I don't know anything about. I looked up his thing because I was like, after watching this movie, I wanted to see the other shit, and mm-hmm. there's not much, as I recall. But um, yeah, as far as I'm aware, I mean, he he did some stuff on his existence too. Um, oh sure, when he was like. 15 yeah or whatever but um oh existence two like the number uh, two i thought so but maybe i'm just misreading things i didn't know that was a thing because of the because of the zed anyway um all right do you want the rating for this lee are we are we ready for ratings because like i assume we are I think I think ratings yep. are, are going to work. All right, so the IMDb rating with one thousand six hundred and eighty-eight votes is where did they come from? We'll never know. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it was you guys it should was jump in on this. Get in and get in early. Get in off. It yeah. was uh, technically released um, at Sundance Festivals. in January. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so it's a six point three. All right, so people people thought it was good. I wonder if that's good. a non-horror movie crowd. That that low speaks to me as like these are people that didn't go in wanting to watch a horror movie, and they were like, "Oh, it's okay." But I don't I don't know. Like Sundance movies. Sundance has like a decent amount of like pop fare in it, like not like in the way like like Toronto International Film Festival is mostly like these are the movies that want to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like Sundance, sure, 
has a much bigger like yeah, scope of breadth. things. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to say before you guys get to rating mine, um, I did take at least from like kind of tone. Uh, have you guys heard of or seen the movie Extraordinary? It's from uh, earlier this year. No, I really thought you were gonna say surrogates. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I, I definitely so. like was thinking a lot about that movie at the time. I'm unfamiliar. Uh, what is that one? It's it's pretty good. It's it's an Irish uh, uh, supernatural horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, although I down for that didn't shit. really, yeah. I didn't really play into the. I I didn't really want the comedy side to really show up in my version. I don't think that was but, apparent. No, I think um, <laughs> Will Forte is in the movie. Oh, uh, say no more. Very very <laughs> prominent role. Um, you guys should check out. But Gruber himself, yeah, it is yeah. incredibly <laughs> charming. Mm. Um, okay. And it is it is quite well done. Um, a little bit of the ending I didn't love, but like the the whole journey to get there is is absolutely wonderful. Neat. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the idea of just a a um, like reluctant medium trying to help people find rest is yeah. is I definitely crib that a lot from extraordinary. <laughs> sure. Fine. Yeah. There's only eight stories in the entire world. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> four yeah. of them are Transformers related. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. four Transformers movies. Yu-Gi-Oh, where yeah. it's in the heart of the cards. Uh, a reluctant medium trying to help souls find rest. Yeah, That's Kingdom so Hearts to six, probably Kingdom Hearts is seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts seven. Uh, Star Wars uh, and movies with and, talking dogs is eight. And yeah, ah. mm-hmm. there we are. We, Dogs playing sports is eight. Yeah. <laughs> there, we we have described all eight of the plots that humanity that, that, can create. Honestly, that's an even distribution of all the stories too. Like Dogs yeah. playing sports is like weirdly overrepresented. <laughs> Since cavemen drew transformers on the walls of Lascaux, like yes, <laughs> that's what I remember. Uh, from I mean, Optimus Prime is there. So oh, Jesus Christ, Lascaux, as old as time itself. I hear. So. All right, let's 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 just rate this anyway the imdb yeah. is a 6.3 i'm gonna start with the original i think the original as a non hokey very dramatic like if it's what you're into very dramatic uh uh oh boy tense i don't know i'm gonna give this an eight sure Damn. It's, totally it's, it's like it's it's real good like horror is not usually my 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 jam but um it's it's you it, know, inc- it's good and it's tense mm-hmm. increasingly so i think it is my jam i i didn't i didn't think two years ago that my favorite genre of movie would be horror and I'm you know sure what it but it's like shifting because it's like shit horror which is what i thought horror was is real bad 100%. they're tense the 90s horror 90s horror was very good Everything from 2000 until like five years ago was complete trash. So if you think of all those movies, you think you don't like horror, but then they've started coming back again, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, it's like any any genre that that falls into only franchises, you're you're eventually yeah. gonna get burned out by it. But yeah, uh, but 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 in terms of like this, the the new breed of like tense, introspective. Um, I think smart is the word I would most like. They people actually put effort into this shit. I know you hate this movie, Zach, but would you like to live deliciously? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but all right, it's from the Vivitch. Yeah, that oh. see, people thought that was a smart movie. That was just a fucking boring movie. Turns out, but oh, uh, I I liked it. 
I yeah, didn't the, love it, like, but I liked it. Horror was lowest common denominator for a long time, and then mm-hmm. people started saying like, "Oh, there's a lot of people that actually like this genre." Well, that's and you why don't have to make bad it, horror movies. Like, yeah, and that's why it works. Is it's it's because it has a low expectation. You can put true. really heady shit in there, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and it blows people's minds. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, mm-hmm. true. We've been we've been doing that for a couple of years now, and it, I can't wait to see how far we. Take I, it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. I yeah. agree. Agreed. All right, so Lee, for your um your your. Your your Dead Souls two Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> uh, or your your what R I P D. Um, Think of it as a, a oh. road tra- a traveling salesman road trip movie with 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 you know hell man dude <laughs> you need to absolutely read Gogol's Dead Souls because it's 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 a traveling salesman move like <laughs> like story about stealing people's souls and there is some like shit like i i mean it was written in like 1825 but still regardless barely beat me in in like a universal scale that's like no time at all so jesus you want to get into geologic time scales because i don't okay because we could we could if you wanted to i can smell my dinner in the other room i don't Anyway, so f- for your um, national treasure with human souls, um, <laughs> ooh, I forgot you just gained two points in my book. <laughs> Thank Call you, Seth, John for the Turtle Top, baby. <laughs> yeah, and I like Tuppence as the big bad, and I yeah. like uh, like the potential to create a cinematic universe. You get an eight point five. Annoying. That's a win in my book. Yeah, it's and in math's book. Also, yeah, also, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fundamentals of mathematics. Yes, there we go. Which number is greater than the other? <laughs> uh, number theory is. Uh, we won't get it. Oh uh, Jesus! You want to get into you. number theory right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm down. No, I'm down. No, friend, no. friend of the show, Jared and I get drunk and try to do this a lot, and poo, it never ends well. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, I've been privy. <laughs> I I want to participate. Mostly, next I get time. drunk and cry to Tom Waits songs. So you know, it's similar. You guys are ahead. Yeah, they, they both end up with crying usually. <laughs> okay. uh, J- a friend of the show, Jared and I uh, argue about linguistics all the time. Yeah, yeah, sure, true. So we all have. I like, I like the balls on that kid. You have a doctorate. In I know. Thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true. It's it's kind of he, fun. He is quite a hobbyist. I'll, I'll give him. Yeah, that. but he, but he he's deep in he's stuff. always receptive. Like he's always that's true. He's always receptive, and like he just likes oh, yeah. to argue, and like that's a very good thing. He's an academic at heart. Like yep, all of us. that is true. That is true. There we go. Uh, we love you, Jer. Um, well, certainly. Yeah, who doesn't listen? So Zach, <laughs> tell true. us your score. <laughs> Jer fucking doesn't. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, original movie. I agree. Um, yeah, I think I, <laughs> I think you were alluding to this watching it. I didn't think I liked it. And then at the end, seeing the whole picture, I was like, Oh fuck, that's actually really good. Yeah. This is um, another fucking Cronenberg thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he is his yeah. dad. All right. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for another 40 years of Cronenberg. Movies. I know. Pass the torch. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I am. I'm absolutely. Sure. We'll send you, we'll send you a file. We have the means, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's say one of us is part of the Academy and we get screeners. This isn't an Academy movie. <laughs> what am I talking about? Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> let's say yeah. one of us uh, hangs out on the Russian internet too much. Yeah, well, that's mm. true. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I'm, I think I'm going to go eight as well. No, uh, solid. It gets the horror bump because I just like that shit and it is a good specimen like we were just talking mm. about. Like I... It is everything that's right about modern day horror. 
Um, so I'm into it. Um, yeah, definitely watch it if and when available. It is worth the watch. I guess we kind of spoiled some of it, but it's still a very like good looking movie. I think you spoiled all of it, but like it's fine, you know. Yeah, but it, it still has like like the cinematics of the whole thing are still quite worth it. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's well oh, shot. Movie. It's very yeah. well shot. But yeah, Nat Natraj. Natraj 3 that is forthcoming never uh you made it so congrats it's mm-hmm. spookier than i thought it was going to be uh, <laughs> less in a cage but like i'll forgive you that i guess <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah i liked it you even incorporated twists and shit like i feel like this far into the whole thing we get lazy sometimes and this did not feel like one of those movies. yeah uh, it felt well like it felt well like you actually mm-hmm. like you you applied actual like movie writing sort of skills to this um yeah, uh, I love that you guys think so well of me. <laughs> no, it was just quite well constructed. And like we were guessing some of the stuff and then some of the stuff not so much. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was great. Lee, don't don't sell uh, yourself short. <laughs> yeah, no, certainly. Um, I'm only five six. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go nine. I'm gonna go nine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I love this that is, shit. This is great. Yeah. I'm so happy you guys like it. We're here to support each other, friends, okay? <laughs> I feel like all my my best scores are horror movies. Do I just should I just do you, only horror movies? You also should, have a should really we just make horror movies. You have a really good delivery when you do like a psychological horror sort of thing with like a tinge yeah. of supernatural. Oh, it's because my parents gaslit me once when I was really young, and I just you know I I hold on to that. Ah, uh, yeah, you lived it. Yeah, fun. You know my <laughs> drums. You know the story. Sort of. Do you want to tell it now? Probably not. No, 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 no. <laughs> we can do a mini later. Neat, neat, We'll neat. save uh, that one for later in spooky Vember. Certainly, mm. certainly. When it gets V spooky. Uh, right, so, speaking of spooky Vember, I know, I know. Normally, this is when we tease next week and end. But huh? do you guys? I, I mean, I'm just kind of springing this on you now. But like, do you guys have like a horror movie that you want to recommend people go out and watch? Oh. Well, can I think about it until next week? But um, <laughs> yeah, okay. do it now. I mean, if, if you if you don't have one off the top of my off the top of your head, I I'll, I'm gonna give. Uh, well, I'll give two. Okay, actually. Oh, I have. One I mean, like thing. other than like things that are already in the zeitgeist, like Get Out. Like, what do you mean? Well, just any horror movie that you think that you'd love people to see, because hmm. like I have some horror movies that I wish I could talk to people about that I is, like. Is just... one of them Fright Night? Because we were talking about that quite recently. No, but it was <laughs> great. I, I can't believe it took me so long to see Fright yeah, Night. It's Fright Night so is good. one of those with, that like does exist in the zeitgeist, but people, it's not nearly as famous as the Friday Night. I've never seen Fright Night. Oh, it's on Prime right now. It, you should check it out. It fucking rips, bud. It is it, so I mean, dumb. we, we already have my Spooky Vember like, movie in line, so like... I should watch Fright Night. Yeah. yeah. No, it's amazing. It, it's, Don't watch the new one. It, specifically the old one. There's which, a new what, one. What year? Do you have it's a year? It's good. It's like in the 80s. It's, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That's that's a time period. There's like a 2011 well. one. Mm. No, nah, dude. It's it's good. so good. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. It's real hella good. Um. Well, I I want to I want to I want people because this is what I want. I want <laughs> to, people to walk up to me on the street if they ever see me and be like, hey. I'm going to call you on your fucking bluff. Let's talk about the Ken Russell movie, The Devils. Let's talk about a movie set in a Louis the 13th era France uh, 
Catholic outpost against the Huguenots where oh, an entire monastery goes into hysterical demonic possession. Yes. Or do they? Now, I thought you meant Devil, the M. Night Shyamalan movie for a second. No, no. It takes no. place Devils, exclusively in an Devils is an absolutely different beast, and holy <laughs> yeah. shit, is it good. Well, the now the devils is incredibly hard to find uh, there's okay. a whole lot of rights issues there's a whole lot of censorship issues is it old find, what time are we talking about it's from the 70s yeah you can find a copy of this movie it is watch it wow yeah okay. it's great and then find me on the street and come hassle me about it yeah i'll be wearing a mask it's really good piece of i shit. mean i don't want to just sure. ride on on these uh voluminous coattails but yeah it's quite good <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I would say I recently rewatched um, Cabin in the Woods, uh, which is mm-hmm. super fun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is a movie that I remember liking and then I watched it again and I liked it way more. Um, it is phenomenal. Speaking mm-hmm. of movies that like take you in a direction you didn't see coming. Uh, that is for sure that. I like Cabin in the Woods My boy Beefy Richard Jenkins is in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Playing no. the sort of inept villain, kind of. Yeah. Well, He's like a pencil pusher. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the one I think I'm probably going to watch this week and I've heard great things about is One Cut of the Dead. Um, I keep putting it off. I know, Sam. Yeah. It's on my mm-hmm. computer. Oh. I got to do it. Everybody says it's fucking awesome. I don't know it. Should we watch it as a group? It has subtitles, so definitely not, though. No. Yeah, I don't think we I could think pay enough attention Japanese as a group. Japanese or Korean? I forget. Oh, it's Korean. I, I, I love subtitles. Yeah, not when we're drunk and rambling, though. <laughs> uh, you true. know how much I like to disturb everyone while we watch movies. So. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, true. Let's just watch but, the, the, the Godzilla, the 1998 Godzilla again. Over and over and over. Oh, mm-hmm. with that murderer. Okay. Yep. Which Matthew one was Broderick. that? Wait, how did that happen? What was the whole Matthew thing? Matthew Broderick did kill two people. Yeah, remember when Matthew Broderick accident. killed yeah. two people? I can hashtag never forget on this special day, yes. <laughs> Wow, I think I'll have what she's watching. Uh, also, though, next week, Zach's going to be on. Yeah. We're doing Only Lovers Left Alive, and we're done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a fucking ending. All right, there we go.